Rob, please just call me back when you get this. I didn't mean to be a dickhead last night. We can talk some more. Sorry if I overreacted. Rob, Rob, it's me again. Okay, I think, I think you might be right. Let's go for it. I'm sorry, you were right. I'm scared of committing, but maybe you're right. We'll, we'll talk more later, but the gist is, I think you might be right. Mum, I hope you get this message. Hello? I'm not sure if it'll work. Please listen to me. Mum. What the? Mum, I hope you get this message. I'm not Who sure if it'll work. Please listen to me. You need to help us. I'm your first daughter. I know no. I'm not... Yeah, I'm a customer. Uh, I just bought an album from you. It was delivered earlier today. No, everything was fine with the delivery. I Can I just tell you what the problem is? Basically, I'm playing it and there's a weird voice leaving me a message. Was there some sort of manufacturing error? Well, has someone else reported anything similar? It was a woman... She sounded a bit like me. She was claiming to be my daughter. Well, no, because I don't have a daughter. You know what? How about I play the message from the start and hold the phone up to the speaker? Mum. Mum, I hope you get this message. I'm not sure if it'll work. Please listen to me. You need to help us. I'm your first daughter. I know I'm not born yet, but I'm leaving this message from the future. I have an urgent message. Don't have me. Do not have. Uh, you know what? Is it all right if I just listen to the message through myself first? Is that okay? Great, thanks. Any children. We're all leaving this message to our parents in the past. None of us know what you would consider a normal life. Our lives are filled with unbearable pain and misery. Scientists underestimated the rate of population growth and now overpopulation has exacerbated climate change and made it so every single one of the 70 billion people on Earth has to hide from the extreme weather events. You told me, or rather from your perspective, you will tell me that this is around the time when you were first thinking of having me. But you actually didn't want to have children. Dad did. You got into a... Well... Oh, okay, no, I'm glad you're happy, but, Rob, Rob, listen to me, I just think, I'm not, I'm not breaking any promises, I never promised anything, I know I said you were right, but, I've just changed my mind again, but listen, I have a good reason, I was listening to this new CD I bought, and then, the music just 
made me realise I was being rash and I shouldn't make rash decisions. Okay, you know, you want to know the truth? I got a message from our future daughter. That's right. She left me a message from the future on the CD. I don't know how, but she did. And do you know what the message said? It said there's going to be a problem with overpopulation. We're going to destroy the earth with climate change and make everything worse. I'm sure one extra baby wouldn't make any difference. But if everybody thinks like that, then... I can literally play it right now. Stay on the line. I'll hold you up to the speaker. Exacerbated climate change and made it so every single one of the 70 billion people on Earth has to hide from the extreme weather events. You told me, or rather from your perspective, you will tell me that this is around the time when you were first thinking of having me. But you actually didn't want to have children. Dad did. You got into a whole argument about it. You were scared of... Hi, Rob. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I'm sorry. We can, yeah, we can talk about it. I mean, you're right. We can. We can go ahead with it. If that's what you want. I think you're right. We already spend a lot of time thinking about the planet. We need to think about ourselves once in a while. We can't always be putting the needs of the planet of our own, can we? Love you too. I'll see you later. Losing him, you ended up caving in. Well, don't. It's a bad idea. You need to stick to your guns on this one. Take it from me. Any child you have won't have a future worth living. 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 Winter was written and directed by Joe Dolan with Emily Dilworth as Ella and Rose. Edited by Joe Dolan, an Insight Playwrights production. Okay, we are rolling. Whenever you are ready. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Women Leading. Today, I'm speaking with the Director of Commercial Development at Fint Industries, Cara Henderson, who is also the incoming Chair of Business for Tomorrow. Congratulations on your appointment, Cara. It's a moment of pride, no doubt, but of sadness too, as we remember your predecessor, Gillian Booker, who sadly died earlier this year. What does it mean to you to be taking over as Chair? Thank you, Angela. I am truly honoured to be stepping into the role as chair, but as you say, it's a poignant moment and we'll be thinking of Gillian, who left us way too soon. She was a huge influence on me and I can only hope to carry on her legacy in some way. Do you have any inspirational stories to share about Gillian? Um, I never actually met her personally, to be honest, 
but I heard good things. Uh, sorry, Alice, can we cut that? Yep. Uh, still rolling. Pick it up from the next question. What plans do you have for this year's Business for Tomorrow conference? Well, I'm glad you asked, Angela, because I wanted the programme to reflect what Gillian Booker, a female trailblazer in the business world, had been planning before she... Um, before she... Died? Yes. And how are you planning to carry forward that vision? I want to make sure to give a voice to those strong women whom Gillian admired so much, such as Joanna Keyes. Yes, Joanna, of course. Not to mention the many male champions of gender equality she respected, such as Piers Davidson, <laughs> who promoted board diversity when it was still dismissed by many executives. I'm sorry, can we just pause a minute? Sure. What's the matter? Giving a shout out to Joanna Keyes is one thing. I mean, she and Gillian never saw eye to eye, but there was some mutual respect there. But are you really going to promote Pierce Davidson as a diversity champion? Gillian thought very highly of him. Who told you that? She was collaborating with him on the conference. Really? Yes. He reached out to me. He was very keen that I carry on Gillian's legacy. Pierce Davidson? Are you sure? Yes. He said Gillian had called on him for input. And let me guess, he's going to speak? Yes, the keynote address. I just didn't think it would be appropriate to divert from her vision under the circumstances. Her vision? Is that what Pierce said? Just a reminder that we only got the studio under five. Sorry, Alice. Uh, where should we go from? Mm, Kara, can you pick up from uh, not to mention the many male champions of gender equality she respected, like Piz Davidson? And Angela, if you could do your best to keep a straight face? Okay, rolling. Not to mention the many male champions of gender equality she respected, like Piers Davidson. Piers Davidson, you say? Yes. Julian and he were very much of the same mind on inclusion policy, and they both firmly believed that progress towards diversity should not outpace the number of board-ready women. Okay, this time I'm going to have to step in. That is certainly not what Julian said about Pierce. How do you know? I was here when she said it. Here? She recorded a podcast. I never heard it. Never broadcast. She went into hospital the same week, so we didn't think it was appropriate. I'm not sure she wanted it to be made public. She was unusually forthright. Do you still have it? Yeah, I can queue it up now. Oh, I'm not sure. It seems intrusive. You and I have already heard it, and it sounds like Kara needs to. Fair enough. Play it. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Women Leading. With me today is Gillian Booker, CEO of ACR and Chair of Business for Tomorrow. Welcome, Gillian. Pleasure to be here. Business for Tomorrow, under your helm, has positioned itself as one of the most innovative corporate think tanks. 
How do you ensure it stays ahead of the game? There are plenty of organisations out there paying lip service to progress. Even the forward-thinking ones aren't acting quickly enough. Some issues can't wait. Climate change is one of them. Diversity in boardrooms is the most effective way to innovate. It's obvious, really. New thinking needs new people. Pierce Davidson argues that it's counterproductive to push change too forcefully. For example, he says there simply aren't enough board-ready women to meet the equality targets pushed by Business for Tomorrow. The truth is, we've always had board-ready women. It's the boards that need to change to be ready for us. Pierce did bring women into the boardroom during his time at ACR, which is more than many were doing. Pierce gave a small number of women senior roles, and yes, I was one of them. But it was not inclusive. There were constant jokes, sexual innuendo and microaggressions, all designed to limit our status. Not to mention wandering hands and worse when they'd had a few drinks. Allowing that kind of environment is deliberate to maintain the status quo. I think we might have to edit that, Gillian, but let's press on. Do what you must. But I stand by everything I said. Next time you see Piers, ask him if he remembers me dodging his unwarranted advances by shoving him in a hedge 15 years ago. I'll pick it up from here, Alice. Okay. What needs to happen? Simply allowing women in is not being a champion. There's plenty of men out there who understand this, but still too few of them in positions of real power. Much of this is directed at men, but what can women leaders do? There are certainly women who get too caught up in the game. I was one of them. We were all conditioned to keep quiet even after we'd climbed the ladder. So have times changed? The beginning to, but certainly not quickly enough. This isn't just about women. It's about increasing the number of people in the corporate world who think differently and who've had diverse experiences. And what would be your advice for women and those from different backgrounds today? Stop being grateful. I've long been hailed as a trailblazer, but I wish I'd spoken out more. That in mind, I can't wait to see what you have planned for this year's conference. The conference is a great platform to push for change, but in reality, we need to stop talking and start doing. I think we've all had enough of listening to established leaders overplaying their achievements. I'll be announcing a call for speakers to find new voices with fresh ideas. Sounds like it's going to be a great event. Gillian, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. I feel like such an idiot. Don't beat yourself up. How were you to know that Piers was lying? I should have seen through him. I guess I was a bit overwhelmed stepping into this role. I felt quite relieved when the great Piers Davidson offered to help. Which is exactly what he was banking on. Um, we still have 30 minutes of studio time. What do you want to do? Right, well first, let's re-record my interview. And then I'd better get cracking lining up some new speakers. Whenever you're ready. Hello everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Women Leading. Today, I'm speaking with the Director of Commercial Development at Fint Industries. 
Speaking Up was written and directed by Kerry Holmes, with Nilgan Durenke as Kara, Kerry Holmes as Gillian, Esther Patakfalvi as Alice, and Aurea Williamson as Angela. Edited by Kerry Holmes, an Insight Playwrights production. Why are you wearing that? They're my clothes. Jeans and a baggy t-shirt. Where are your Swifty clothes? My what? Your usual Taylor Swift lookalike clothes. Who is Taylor Swift? Who are you and what have you done with our Emma? Are you all right, love? Yeah, have you seen my Walkman? Your what? My Walkman. You know, to play my music. I know what a Walkman is, but how do you? Where is your phone? My phone? I don't understand. You know, the little pink rectangular thing that you are always glued to. I don't know what you're talking about. Now you are having a laugh. Look, give me my Walkman, please. Emma, you don't have a Walkman. Yes, I do. I use it all the time to listen to my music. Emma, are you sure you're all right? Of course. Why do you keep saying that? Let me try, Shirley. Emma, what kind of music do you listen to on your Walkman? You know what kinds of music? You're always telling me to turn it off. Humour me. Just tell me again what you listen to. Bon Jovi, The Smiths, The Cure, lots of different stuff. Oh, sure, that's great music. I need a coffee. What are you doing? Making coffee. What's that thing? The coffee maker. Coffee maker? Hey Google, what is wrong with our daughter? I need more information. Where did that voice come from? What is going on? Shirley, this is getting weird. You think? What did she do last night? Why are you asking me? You were here too. Why are you two acting so strange? Please, can I have my Walkman? You don't have a Walkman, Emma. Fridge, add milk to the list. Yes, I do. What's that? The fridge. You were talking to it. I don't want to forget the milk. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. Emma, you are scaring me. Maybe we should call the doctor. Maybe we're dreaming, Shirley. The same dream, at the same time. No, we are not dreaming, but there is definitely something wrong. She was great last night. She got that new album. She was going to make a Snapchat or Insta of herself opening it, wasn't she? She was. I'll check to see if she did it. What's that? That's enough now, Emma. Stop messing about. You know well enough what that is. You're always glued to yours. I'm not messing about. I feel like I've been dropped into another planet. You feel like that. Try living my life. All these new words for people and all this identifying stuff I can't keep up. Identifying? John Joe, don't go there. She's freaking out about household appliances. You will really melt her head trying to explain all that. Here, I found the Insta. Hey guys, I'm super excited. I got Taylor's new album today. I bought the vinyl. So retro. Ah, here, retro. I feel so old. Will you stop and listen to this? And you are old. Just look at this cover. It's amazing. Real work of art. I wanted to share with you guys me opening it and just a tiny taste of the first song. Sorry, I can't play the whole thing, but you know, copyright and all. Oh, it's just so amazing. Look at the sheen on it. Oh, I'm so excited to get it opened. Okay. Okay, guys, here goes. John Joe, is that you? I think I need that, Doctor. That's the Feather Monkeys. Where did you record that? I don't remember you taking out the camcorder. How was she listening to that? She put on the new album. Where is the album? In her room, I suppose. Am I dreaming? Am I still asleep?
Yeah, let's go with that for now. You're dreaming. I have it. It's the album she bought. What is going on? I'm scared. Please tell me what's going on. I'd say the universe is telling you to listen to decent music. Not helping, John Joe. We need to figure this out. How? I don't know, do I? You have to help me. We're going to... Now who's being unhelpful? We don't have a clue what to do. She must have listened to this all night. That's it. What's it? There must be a message in the words. Shirley, we were a bunch of punk teenagers with Freddy's rich daddy funding us. We were not bright enough to put messages in the words. You heard that. I sing your. I mean, it was awful. You were pretty bad, all right. But that doesn't explain how it was on a brand new album that Emma bought yesterday. Did you even go into a studio? We did, actually, and we made an EP. Still need help here. Lack of technology hasn't stopped the attitude, has it? Mum, what is going on? Oh my God, the picture on the wall keeps changing. I'm losing it. What picture? She's talking about the TV. It's on picture mode. How could she not recognise this stuff? She grew up with it all. It's like she has woke up thinking it's the 80s or 90s. I heard of a woman waking up talking Welsh once and she wasn't Welsh and didn't live near Wales. What happened to her? Don't know, maybe she moved to Wales. Not helping. Well, you think of something. I wonder, did she get many views on that post? John Joe. Where are the headphones? You are not listening to that record now. Found them. Here, Emma, put these on. What? Headphones, Emma, don't question it, just put them on. Hey Google, play Taylor Swift. What are you doing? If she listens to her music, she might come back. Worth a try. She seems to have calmed down now. This is great! Pity, she was talking about decent music earlier. Now can we see how many views she got? Wow, there's loads. Look, I'm getting loads of messages. Maybe the band's time is now and the Feather Monkeys can get back together again. No one is going to believe you. Your daughter happens to buy a record and it's your old band. Hey, Mum, will you make me a coffee? With the coffee maker? Ovs. What else? I'm going to my room. She's back. And who cares what people believe? I'm going viral. Give me strength. And it's not even nine o'clock. Feather Monkey was written and directed by Carol Long, with Emily Dilwood as Emma, Nilgan Dorenke as Shirley, and Joe Dolan as John Joe. Edited by Joe Dolan, an Insight Playwrights production.